Okay, this is Masechet Pe'ah, chapter 8, Mishnah 8, and also a, a continuation, really, of the preceding, of the preceding Mishnah. Um, and I believe this is also very practical, very practical stuff, if you think about it. Um, again, who is, re, who is allowed to take charity from the, from the, from the, from the community? Um, that's the previous Mishnah. This Mishnah is going to talk about how that applies also to Leket Shechan Pe'ah. Just as a way of introduction, we said in the previous Mishnah that if, you're, if, if you have enough food for two meals, you cannot take food from the Tamhoi, which is the, like the plate that they had, the charity dish uh, in the community that was, that, was, uh, that was collected and given out daily. And if you have enough um, um, food for a week, you can't take from the Kupa, which is the charity communal charity fund, which was given out on Friday afternoons or Friday mornings. Uh, once a week, and gave, they usually give one week's worth of food. So if you have a week's worth of food, you, do, you can't take from the kupa. This Mishnah is going to talk about leket shechan pe'ah. So it says, mishiyeshno matayim zuz, someone that has the equivalent of 200 zuz. Now, we don't know, obviously, nowadays what a zuz is and how much is a zuz, but the rabbis at the time said that a 200 zuz is sufficient to purchase a year's worth of food and clothing, Okay. So a year's worth of food and clothing, you could figure that out in today's terms. And again, this is going to change whenever you're listening to this, uh, especially with the rate of inflation, what it is. But, So Maaser Ani is obvious. You can't, uh, you, you can't, uh, no, no, it's not obvious. What I meant is obvious is the Kupa and the, and the Tamchui. But lo told he's not allowed to take leket shechicha pe'ah umaser ani the gifts for the poor prescribed by the Torah if he has the equivalent of two hundred zuz not if he makes two hundred zuz a year in his income it's not talking about income base it's talking about it's talking about balance sheet it's talking about how much assets he has if he has the assets of a year's worth of food and clothes then he is not allowed to go to the field and take the leket the shechicha and the pe'ah or the maaser ani is not allowed okay. Hayalo um, Matayim Hasev Dinar. If he had 199, right? Um, so even if he has 199, he's totally allowed. And even if a thousand people give him Leket Shechat Pe'ah, even if a thousand people on top of the 199 he has, he could accept it. Um, if they each give him, uh, or if one person gives him a thousand dinars, um, <coughs> excuse me, they could, he could accept it. The word, the number 199 happens to coincide with the gematria of the word tzedakah. Sadi is 90, um, Dalit is 4, 94, the kuf is 200, is 294, and the five is, and the hay is 5, so 290, uh, I'm sorry, kuf is 100, so it's 199. Um, so 199 is, in other words, he has less than what he needs for a year, he could take tzedakah. Okay. Um, now let's say he has property, but it's mortgaged. It has a it has a it has a lien on it uh, for someone that he owes money to, or um, or if, or if it's, there's a, his wife has a lien on it for her for a ketubah. He doesn't have to sell it or anything. He could take the sedakah from that. He don't it doesn't count the debt. It's net it's net value. It's it's after the amount of debt. This happens a lot with scholarship committees in schools and Bikol Holim organizations where they, they look at, does a person have assets 
you know, he comes to us for a scholarship for the school, but he has a Mercedes Benz and a Jaguar in the backyard, and he goes on two, two, two vacations every year. So we have to look at that and see what's going on. So this is the Mishnah is dealing 2,000 years ago with the exact same scenario. You don't have to make him sell his house. Okay, so again, I don't have 200 zoos, I don't have 200 dinar, but my house is worth 300, doesn't matter. You don't have to sell your house. We can, we'll give you, we'll let you take the leket shechad pe'am, aser ani, ve'et kelet tashmishon, also with utensils. You might could have really beautiful silverware or other possessions, you know, furniture, fixtures, whatever he has. He does not have to sell them to take the leket shechad pe'am. It's in other words, illiquid assets, they call that. He doesn't have to sell them. However, when it comes to, what Rambam writes, when it comes to the kupa of the charity, I'm not talking about leket shechad pe'am, aser ani, I'm talking about the kupa, uh, I'm talking about tamhoi, then he is not allowed to take from the kupa. Um, they do not permit him to take, uh, to take even the leket shechan pe'ah if he comes to the kupa for charity and he has these assets. He is, he is required to sell his utensils and buy uh, less valuable ones uh, if he's going to take the charity from the community. So I think, like I said, this Mishnah is very practical and it's something that people should read over, think about, read the interpretations of it, read, read the, uh, the Rishonim on this. Uh, if you want to look further on this, a great place to look is Harambam. He has a, um, um, the Halakha is called Halachot Matanot Aniyim, chapter 9, Halakha 14, where he goes into detail about what a person ca- uh, has to do in order to take charity from the community. And as stewards of these communal funds, uh, what you have to do as, as a steward uh, of these funds to make sure that the money is going to the right, in the right places, to the right people, and no one's taking advantage of the community. Baruch Amen Amen. Have a great day.